Wait, hold on, Korean 49er. <laughs> Just a second. Uh, he's always going to be first. I'm Grant Cohn. This is the Cohn Phone. Um, I'll be taking your calls for about the next hour. Before we start, I have three things I want to talk about, and I'll do them quick. I'm not going to belabor the points, but I do have some things I want to talk about. First, the 49ers opening script on offense. We've been talking about how it kind of seems like the offense is really good in the first quarter during the opening script. About 24 plays that Kyle Shanahan scripts, and then it all falls apart. So um, Josh Hermsmeyer, good friend of mine. Well, I've never met him, but friend of the industry. Works for 538.com. Looked into it. He's a big math guy and found that, in fact, yes, the offense statistically falls off a cliff after the first 24 plays. Good offense in the first 24 plays. Bad offense after the first 24 plays. It is a mathematical fact that this is happening. Um, hard to say who's at you know, who's at fault here. The whole coaching staff, the whole team. But this is why I felt you know that trading for a really good running back didn't necessarily fix things because the offense is really good. And you know, Jimmy's really good in the first 24. The whole offense is really good in the first 24 plays. And then everyone falls apart after that. Uh, so who's the common denominator there? I think it's the coach. Um, but again, we already knew this about Kyle Shanahan. I'm not, we, we didn't learn anything. It's just been confirmed our suspicions, which is nice. It's always nice to have mathematical evidence confirming what we think we already know. That's one. Moving on to two, the run game. A lot of questions as to why the run game isn't as good as it was last year. Well, I think it's worth pointing out that the run game coordinator since Kyle Shanahan was here 2017-2 last year was Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel is now a head coach. He's a very smart, creative guy. But more important than that, because all these coaches are smart and creative, it was his only job. He, he was not a position coach. He wasn't coaching running backs, wide receivers, offensive linemen, quarterbacks. His job was to game plan, scout, watch film, think of plays. That's his whole job. And he was really good at it. So you take a really smart guy, give him one job and, and say, this is what you do 24-7. Scout the opponent, uh, come up with game plans and, and adjustments. He did a good job and the Niners had a very intricate offense. Now he's gone. And the run game coordinator is Chris Forster, good coach, but he's also the offensive line coach. And as you can see, this offensive line needs a lot of work. He's doing a very good job with the offensive line, but there's only so many hours of the day. And where Mike McDaniel could spend all of his effort on the run game, Chris Forster has to split his effort up. And I don't even know, is it 50-50 or is it the offensive line comes first and the run game comes second? Because frankly, the offensive line is doing a whole lot better than the run game is. The run game right now is vanilla at best. And it's because you have no one giving 100% of their attention to it. Not Kyle, not Chris Forrester, not Anthony Lynn. I wonder if that's why they brought back Bobby Turner. I wonder. I think it is. But, I mean, it's a little late. And that's kind of a desperation move. Like, hey, man, like, Chris Forrester's a little overwhelmed. He's working with Aaron Banks and Spencer Burford and Mike McGlinchey. He's, you know, holding Mike McGlinchey's hand, psychologically speaking, every day. We need someone to help with the run game. Bobby Turner, can you please come? Sure. Give me a million dollars. I don't know if that happened, but that's what's going on with the run game right now. McDaniel's gone and there's no real replacement. Final thing I want to talk about, Jed York. I feel like I, I'm guilty of this. I come on this show every day and I hammer Jimmy Garoppolo and I hammer Kyle Shanahan daily for years. I've been doing this since like 2018 and I feel like I just repeat myself. We all know Kyle Shanahan's shortcomings. We all know Jimmy Garoppolo's shortcomings. Jimmy Garoppolo, we said it a million times. He's not really a starting quarterback. Kyle Shanahan, not really a head coach. He's not going to improve. He's not going to grow. He's the same coach every week. He's the same coach every year. Same with Jimmy Garoppolo. So when we get mad, oh, Jimmy's not elite. Right. We've known that for a very long time. And that's not going to change. Oh, Kyle's not elite. And he can't win. Right. We know that. And he's not going to change. So this is all about Jed York. This is the guy who fired Jim Harbaugh after one season that he didn't have a losing uh, a winning record. Didn't have a losing record, but had such high standards with Harbaugh, ran him out after four years for Jim Tom Sula. And now he's in year six and is still waiting around to see a little bit more. Jed York is the only person in the world who needs a little bit more evidence from Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know if we've seen enough yet. What is Jed waiting to see from Kyle? We already know. I mean, nothing against Kyle. It was an interesting experiment. You took a 
an offensive coordinator, gave him the keys to a franchise, said, look, you can be the head coach, uh, GM, everything. Whatever you want, you can do. It didn't work. He's in year six. He's four games under 500. His weaknesses are getting weaker. It didn't work. Move on. But Jed won't. How many years are we going to let Jed sit there and take no criticism and just put it on Jimmy and Kyle for being Jimmy and Kyle? It's kind of like Denny Green at this point. Like They are who we think they are. Yeah, Kyle's not good enough. Yeah, Jimmy's not good enough. Why are they still here? Harbaugh got shown the door after four years. We're in year six of the same thing. Oh, Kyle can't figure out how to keep his players healthy. Yep, that's going to be the same thing next year too. He's not changing. He's just not good enough. So Jed, we're looking at you. Do something. Why are you so content to let Kyle Shanahan be the same and Jimmy Garoppolo? Why is this okay with you? Do you want to win a Super Bowl? Or you wanted to just be, you know what Jed, Jed York's problem is? He can't admit when he's wrong. He can't admit when he's wrong. So he's just going to stick this out with Kyle Shanahan forever because he, he picked him. What I don't understand about Jed is why he didn't have this loyalty to Harbaugh. He picked Harbaugh too. He could have taken credit for all of it. But he competed with Harbaugh after hiring Harbaugh, then fired Harbaugh. And he brings this guy in who's just not a head coach. Harbaugh has had success every single place he's ever been. Since 2010, Harbaugh has lost fewer games than Kyle Shanahan has lost since 2017. It, it didn't work. Kyle Shanahan's value to the team right now is what they could get for him in a trade. But Jed won't do it. Jed's just going to keep running this back and running this back and running this back and marketing it. Kyle, everyone loves Kyle. Kyle has good reviews. I'm tired of criticizing Kyle. I'm tired of criticizing Jed, uh, Jimmy. It's got to be Jed. He's the one that's putting up with this. He's the one that ran off Harbaugh. Really what Jed should do, Jed should trade Kyle and go to Harbaugh and apologize and offer him whatever it takes to, to get him here. And you know what it would take? Probably $20 million a year and Jed's stepping down. And Jed should do it for the, for the betterment of the franchise. But he won't. You know what Jed likes to do? Jed likes to hire first-timers. Think about it. Whenever he hires someone, first-timer, Kyle Shanahan, never been a head coach. John Lynch, never been a general manager. Trent Baalke, never been a general manager. Tom Sula, never been a head coach. Mike Nolan, Mike Singletary, over and over and over, first-timers. Why? Because they owe him. And he looks like a genius if they work out because he spotted something. He wants people to think he's smart. He's not smart. He's not. Sorry. Would a smart person fire Jim Harbaugh like that? No. He wants to hire first timers. So he's not going to bring back Jim Harbaugh. He's not he he might go get Ken Dorsey if 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 things don't work out with Kyle, but he's never going to run away from Kyle. He wouldn't get Sean Payton. Sean Payton has too much clout. Kyle Jed couldn't say, "Oh, I'm a genius. I found Sean Payton." No, everyone knows Sean Payton's good. He wants first-timers. He got one with Kyle Shanahan. He likes the experiment better than actually winning. Harbaugh produced wins, and Kyle and Jed was like, man, I can't take credit for this. You're, you're getting all the credit, Harbaugh, because you won at Stanford, and you come here, and now you turn my crap around. Everyone's giving you the credit. I want the credit. So I'm going to fire you, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Tom Sula in just to show that the team won't miss a beat and that you had nothing to do with it. But everything fell apart. And now he's still trying to look like he's the genius because he discovered Kyle and they're going to work it out. Maybe 10 years from now, they'll figure it out and Kyle will change. But the fact is, Kyle's never going to change. So Jed has to do something and we have to put Jed on the hot seat. Jed is now on the hot seat of his own team. Hold on. Corey Soto says, too much trade talk first. Moving on from Lance three first before seeing what he is. Another dumbass idea. My thought, what if Kyle's power is finally diminished after another lost season? He's been given everything. Another dumbass idea, huh? Okay, well, thanks for $20. Um, Korean Niner, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, Grant. How are you today? I'm pretty good. Wanted to I talk about... Out. You did get a little bit worked up. Let's... Uh, I got worked out. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel like Jed York has been like kind of hiding in the corner for like four or five years. It's like, no, 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 no. Sit in the front of the class. Sit in the front of the class. We're talking about you right now. You have to fix this. Kyle can't fix this. Kyle and Jimmy can't fix this, in my opinion. Jed has to fix this. 
sorry, go. To me, since the York family took over, what's been the constant theme? They have cannot reclaim the success, the gold standard that Eddie DeBartolo had for all those for those 20 seasons from 1981 to 2000. Hold on. If you ask Jed, he would say that he's every bit of uh, as good of an owner as, as Eddie. He's just had some bad luck. They are that in, much in denial, the Yorks. They, they're like, oh, we got the new stadium, not Eddie. You know, we've been to the, the Super Bowl twice and, you know, a couple bad, maybe Nick Bosa didn't get hold or whatever. That's how they think. And that's why they're in la-la land. To me, Jed, I believe your father and you on the Tuesday show talked about what is Jed wanting with the 49ers? He just wants positive press every any chance and every time he can get. I don't think he truly cares about getting this team over the top and winning multiple Super Bowls. At some he wants he wants people to say that the team is on the right track and he's a genius. He's he really wants people to say that he's smart and he's doing things right. Like he's just a kid who was given a team, but he really thinks that he's like a Silicon Valley CEO. That he could be running, you know, Facebook or something like that, Google. No, nah, man, you can't even run the Niners. You, you, you were, he's like one of the, he was born on third base and he's convinced he hit a triple and he will fire you if you don't act like he hit a triple too. And so everyone that works in the organization just kisses up to him. Oh, I got it. You got, first of all, we got to thank Jed. Jed has done such an amazing job and he's just the best owner and he's so smart and he's so handsome. It's like, nah, stop pretending, but he eats it up. He eats it up and he requires it. And I just don't see how. This team is going to go anywhere with Jed calling the plays. Be, I mean, the shots because he's always going to hire some, you know, first timer whose main skill is kissing up to Jed. That's what Trent Balky did so well. That's why he lasted longer than Harbaugh because he could prey on all of uh, Jed York's Jed York's insecurities. Yeah, the thing that I miss that I've seen that this ownership doesn't have is a Carmen policy type to advise. Jed and give him recommendations or tell him, hey, we can't be doing this. We have good players or you allowed the coach to swap out the training staff and we still can't get out from the top five of the most injuries in the NFL. Injuries happen, I get it, but we shouldn't be up year after year towards the top and we need to, why don't we have a elite starting quarterback or at least a capable starting quarterback? We'll just say that. Those are the kind yeah, of issues man. I would bring up. He got into a power struggle with Jim Harbaugh, and now he needs to see a few more years of Kyle Shanahan. It's like, Jed, man, I mean, your decision-making is awful. And I think one of the worst things that's ever happened to this organization is him getting total decision-making power. And I think and what he hates and what the Yorks hate is when people call it like it is with Jed and say he's terrible at his job. Negative press really bothers the Yorks. So I'm going to step it up. I've been way too hard on Kyle and Jimmy for years. Yeah, of course. We know who they are. Who set up this whole thing? Jed. Who ran off Harbaugh? Jed. Who should be the coach of this team right now? Harbaugh. Look what Pete Carroll is doing in, in Seattle. He's doing really well. Look at Harbaugh in, in Michigan. He's the king of Ann Arbor, and he's doing really well. But no, Jed needs to be the king here. He needs to be the king, so Harbaugh can't be here. And they have to go with these experiments of guys who, you know, have promise. And the thing about Kyle is maybe he, in a different organization with a different structure and more checks and balances, he might be good. But here, where Jed just says, the, the whole thing, you, it's, it, it, I don't see how it could ever work out. And it's Jed's fault. I'll let you go on one last point. My brother at one time did live in Ann Arbor, Michigan for a couple years. He was job hopping so Jim Harbaugh is the king of Michigan right now he beat Ohio State he got him to the college football playoff the matchups matter there but at least Harbaugh got them back you know trying to contend I don't see anything Jed's going to do to do what Jim Harbaugh is going to do currently at Michigan hey say what you want about Harbaugh he's not the greatest head coach he is a very good head coach Kyle is not a head coach Kyle is a coordinator sorry I mean and that, that's, just, that's, the, that's just the way it is. Yep. E. Kim, Korean Niner, good to see you. Take Thank care. you, sir. Later. Brian Culp. Hey, Mr. Grant. 
That is a nice hat. That is a nice hat. Oh, I like it. Just a second. I need to take a. Oh, boom, man! You're so you're so fly. <sighs> Extra fly. Well, I don't know where I get it from. I really don't. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think you nailed it. I really do. I think Jed's been the problem this whole time. Uh, oh, no doubt. I think I think the fans really know it. We can't do anything about it. We can fly planes over the stadium, but he's not going to read hey. it. No, those work. Do it. Do, put the pressure. I will help, but we got to put the pressure because the Yorks are very sensitive. And I think part of the reason they're not doing anything with Kyle is that the media likes Kyle. No one's putting the pressure on Jed. Everyone's like, no, nah, no, they got it. You know, they just have some injuries. Just give them another year. Like, no, Jed. No, Jed. You messed up. Harbaugh should be the coach of this team right now. And Go say I- you're sorry to him. Say you're sorry. Yep, I think you nailed it right there too. I think um, Jed's got people around him that are yes guys, and he doesn't have too many friends that are probably really his friend. I don't know him personally, so I can't say if he's a you know cool guy to hang out with or just got a bunch of money. But it doesn't matter. He's gotten people in the organization that's been around for a long time because they're his friends. So Kyle's his friend, Prague's his friend. I think Prague's a big issue too. I know you know people. Oh, he's just a contract guy. Yeah, but if you're only signing stuff to make Jed happy and you're not doing anything that puts us over the top or you side with people, I don't know. Do you think it's a, a possibility? Prague sided with uh, Balky. Prague sided with you know against Harboff, and that's the reason he's still here. I mean, it, it really gets upsetting at a certain point because we had a good coach. They decided to try to trade him when that got out of the bag. He didn't play the rest of his, you know, he coached the rest of his season. Yeah. He's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, quality control is working, man. You know, what you're saying is working. People are hearing it. Um, whether or not they make any really big moves or, you know, changes in the organization, but you're, it's getting to them. They're, they're hearing. So you just keep we, doing what you're doing, Grant. We got to keep talking about Jed. Every day that people don't talk about him is a win for Jed. Let's make some t shirts. I love it, man. Good stuff, Brian. All right, bye. Let's do it. Peace. Uh, okay, AK forty nine er. What's what's going on, man? What's up, buddy? Happy Friday. You too, man. What's up, man? Here's a hot take I got for you right now. Okay, all right. If we lose this game to the Rams, and it's like a seventeen fourteen type game where the defense holds its own, and the offense messes up yet again, yet again, dump time to cut ties with Kyle. And see what we got in D'Amico as the interim head coach. I see what you're saying, but after last week, I'm starting to be, question D'Amico too, man. He he's here's the thing about D'Amico, he's very inexperienced. He did a good job okay. last year, but Robert Sala after two years was not ready to become a head coach. Robert okay. Sala improved over four years, and <laughs> I I still think like what we saw last week was an inexperienced defensive coordinator yeah. get lit up. Now he's got a lot of injuries, but I think the, I wouldn't do that just yet. I, I, again, I'm out on Kyle. I was trying to tell you why I'm out on Kyle right now <laughs> because no, I feel you. But what, what I'm saying I mean, is, I, I, I don't want Jed to hire any more first timers as because right. he can't def- he can't identify who the next up and comer is. He's going to get it wrong. I want him to do the safe play and hire someone who's shown it, like Jim Harbaugh or Sean Payton. But he never will because he competes with his own people. And, you know, the funny thing, you mentioned Payton's name. I guarantee you we would be 5-2 and two or 6-1 and one if Sean Payton was our coach now. And Harbaugh, too. Any legitimate and head Harbaugh. coach. The reason this team is underperforming is because of the coaching staff. It's a terrible yes. coaching staff. You got new guys. You got first-timers at every, on every single spot on offense. Yeah. First-timers at every single spot, except for the offensive line coach. And I don't want to hear Jimmy being the scapegoat because from the – you know, I'm not talking about you, but in general, because I see New York getting a lot out of Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. I see Seattle getting a lot out of Geno Smith. Mm -hmm. I see the Jets getting a lot out of Zach Wilson. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy is clearly better than those three. And and we're three and four? Heck. I mean, I don't know if Jimmy's better than those three, but he's had success. It can be done. With good coaching, McVay, it can be done. Yeah, McVay had the best offense with Jared Goff. You tell, remember that game against Mahomes where they went like 54-51? Yeah. With Jared freaking Goff. All right, AK9, I got to take more calls. Uh, great stuff. I loved your passion today. Man, have a great weekend. You too.
John G, then CJ Gray. What's up? Don't What's you up? think that uh, this bye week and Rams game just came at the most perfect time for Kyle? Why? Well, the Rams always come at the right time, right? Exactly. So we yeah. go four and four into the bye week. We'll get our players back, and there'll be way too much optimism for after the bye week, right? You think they're going to win on Sunday? I don't think they're going to win because that's my next point. Okay, okay, if, okay. If we go three and five, which I think depends on how our running game is, it'll be a 2022 revenge year. We'll be three and five again. We'll be coming off a bye, and we'll have all our players back with no excuses. Maybe win the NFC West, go to the playoffs, lose, and it'll – Run it back again. What about this? What about this? Let's say they go into the SoFi and lose. Yeah. And Jimmy doesn't play well and the offense struggles. And then the next day, they trade Jimmy to New England. New England trains Mac Jones to Tampa. And Tampa trades Tom Brady to the Niners. And they pull it I, off midseason. And they're like, you know what? We got a bye week. Tom Brady won't know our full offense. But we'd rather, we'd rather have Tom Brady now than Jimmy Garoppolo. Because we're going nowhere with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. It's clear. I mean... I don't think I don't think the Bucks would do it. Yeah. But if, if we did do it, I think New England would. I know New England would. They would definitely do it. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's I, guy. Keep your. I know. I, I floated that three team trade, and, and it's like people think it has no chance of happening. Keep your eyes peeled for that. I feel like it just makes too much sense because Jimmy's going to sign there anyway. Brady's yeah. going to sign here anyway if he wants to, uh-huh. and then the Bucks have nothing next year. So why don't you just get Mac Jones now? Just take that game, Mac Jones. <laughs> You think we could sell it next year at least? Lance I don't know because the, the problem is that Jed would still be the owner, yeah. Kyle would still be the head coach, mm-hmm. but maybe Tom Brady could override all that. Although this year it's looking like I don't know, man. But it's worth he, a shot. His divorce went through today, so maybe maybe the pressure's off his shoulders. Yeah, maybe he was like, "I want to go play for the Niners next year," and she was like, "That's a deal breaker." And he was like, mm, "Tough." He would he would do that just to be in San Fran. I think. I think so. All right, man. Maybe. Good to see you. You Peace. too. Later. CJ, great. Hey, what's going on, Grant? How you doing? Then we got Hadiz Muhammad and Rod Simmons and SF Bay drummer. Sorry, just letting people know. What's up? Um, we got a separate problem. If you get rid of Kyle, you might have to look at getting rid of these players and overturning these star players, too, because they're out there missing yeah. blocks. They're out there dropping passes. They're out there missing throws. They're out there causing penalties and making all these mistakes. So um, this is an undisciplined football team. So I just don't know if another coach comes in and then forces these guys to be disciplined. They might be so far gone that nobody can really fix them. And you might have to blow – if you get rid of Kyle, you're going to have to blow it all up. Well, that would Um, be the decision for the next coach. He would have to come in and and talk to each – person but i'm thinking like if you bring in a coach like sean payton how many players are going to be disappointed i mean they're already looking at kyle sideways right now i think there might be a lot of optimism like hey we got a coach who knows what he's doing maybe our offense will score 30 points or or 25 now that we have someone else i i I just don't feel like i don't know i feel like the biggest support that kyle shanahan has right now in in the organization is jed not necessarily his players and then the second point of it is what's going on these all with these um these assistant coaches because it's the players that are not executing the assistant coaches are the ones that the that the players are responsible the for that yeah they That's spend right. the most time with with him with they them. teach him the techniques and all of that stuff the you know and and so one th- again so one thing i heard about jed is that he's the yorks are cheap look at levi's okay say like it's bare bones look at levi's and compare it to sofi so they they they'll spend on their roster, and they'll take the credit for it. But they don't, and they'll spend on the head coach, but they don't want to spend on assistant coaches. There's no salary cap for it. Harbaugh had a bunch of vets who were really expensive: Ed Donatel, Vic Fangio, Greg Roman, Mike Solar, on and on and on. Guys who've been doing it for years. It was the it was a very experienced staff, and it was expensive. I mean, there were some position coaches getting a million dollars a year, uh, not on Harbaugh staff. And so, so now you got you got you got Leonard Hankerson as the as the wide receiver coach. I think it's Leonard Hankerson, but I mean he's younger than me. He's never done this before. He played in the league, but I mean this he's learning everything. And now you see Danny Gray, like he's terrible. Well, maybe if you had a better off wide receiver coach. Yes, and so that takes me to the point of like I watch the tape every week, Grant, and there's plays. I mean, 
to if Cal is guilty of anything, is not having p- players prepared to play, not execute the offense right. because the plays are right. there. When you watch the tape, you see open people. Jimmy don't hit them. He if he could just be the OC. If he could just be the offensive coordinator and focus on that one job and let someone else run the team. Like, honestly, if Jim Harbaugh would be the coach and Kyle Shanahan would agree to be the offensive coordinator, it would be a nice little marriage. But, of course, Kyle wouldn't. Um, but I, I still think he's always going to be in a, in, in a tough spot. He has such a bloated reputation because of his name that he's always going to get a job with a team where he has no checks and balances and he's going to mess it up for the same reasons he's messing up here. He needs someone that can say no to him. He'd be better off being an offensive coordinator. and But he's going to keep getting these jobs as a head coach until people figure it out. That's the way I look at it. But he's going to be – Kyle's going to be able to scapegoat this season through his assistant coaching staff. Ultimately. He always has a – he always he's has gonna an excuse, say, He's going to say – he's going Bad to Bad coaches that. always have an excuse. Good yeah, coaches gonna, find a way to win. Straight up. Yeah, he's going to say that. It's, it's, oh, oh, the, the assistant coaches weren't good yeah. enough? Then why'd you hire him, man? I, when you hired Brian Greasy, I was like, really? You're hiring a complete novice to coach Trey Lance? I don't think that's a good idea. And now he's like, yeah, you know, we got a lot of novices on this step. Well, yeah. Yup. Uh-huh. That's what we saw, as we said in the offseason. Like, hey, maybe you should get some experience, guys. But no, you didn't yeah. do that. Yeah, so that's that's my whole thing is these players, their execution, the assistant coaches, how ready they're getting them to play. The plays are on the field to be made. They're there. The and talent's I, there. If if Jimmy's dropping back and there's nobody to throw the ball to, or Jimmy's dropping back, hitting somebody, and and, and they're ca- actually catching the football, if the stuff of being execu- if stuff is able to be executed on the field, like if I turn on the tape and nobody's ever open, or the run play is total trash, and it doesn't matter what nobody does, then I can kind of point to Cal, the play caller, but. I got a point to Cal to hire the person who hires exactly. assistant coaches, Cal who right. gets the players ready to play. Right. And so I don't know if another coach can change these turn make these players play differently. Well, I a head maybe coach not. anyway. Maybe not. But you you look at what Brian Dayball is doing. It seems like, you know, if a team is undisciplined, if a team is unprepared, that is the head coach's responsibility. And a good head coach usually has his team prepared for games. And that's the thing with Harper. There's a reason why his team's never had a losing season. I mean, he's lost fewer games in the last 13 seasons that, than Kyle's lost in the last six. There's a reason for that. His teams are prepared. He's a good I head coach. Not a great head coach, but a very good head coach. And, and the Niners ran him off for, you know, experiments. Tom Sula was an experiment. Chip Kelly was an experiment. Kyle's an experiment. And frankly, I think the results are in. I think the results are in. And what I can see happening more than them firing Kyle or John, or John Lynch is them overhauling the entire assistant coaching staff and bringing in all, all new coaches. That's I can see that as being Jed's next move before firing Until Kyle. Denise fires her son, the Niners have big problems. CJ, I got to take more calls, man. Love to see you. Right, Good to right. see you, man. All right. Peace out, man. We got Hadiz and then Rod Simmons and then SF Bay drummer and then Luca. Uh, and then someone with a really big beard who seems pretty cool. <laughs> and then the hunt, the hunter era. Hadiz, what's up? How's it going, Grant? Can you hear me? Good. How you doing? Yeah. Not bad. Oh man. So from last week, we heard about the Christian McCaffrey trade. The whole organization and fans—they were all hyped up about it. Me myself, I wasn't. I'm not really like a huge fan, but when I was looking at the trade, I was like, "Damn, is this gonna like hurt us in the long run? Because we'll have them for the next two years, right?" Right. But. You're looking at this offensive line, and there's two holes now. You would not be thinking the tackles would be the problem, but yet they're somehow the problem. I'm looking at Jake Brendel. He's playing – I'm not going to say the word, but he's playing bad. I'm looking at Mike McGlinchey. I'm like, this guy needs to get benched. Agreed. He's playing god-awful. And then Trent and Williams looking, is hurt all the time. Well, I, you see, I can't talk about Trent Williams because if he's playing on an injury, it's not fair to be – It's not fair. It's not fair, yeah. but I'm saying like, he's getting up there at age. The injuries are piling up. You don't know how solid you are at left tackle for the future is all I'm saying. So then why do you sign him to a long-term contract if you're expecting? Because let's be honest. Because the Niners never acknowledge injuries ever. I mean, frankly, <laughs> with, with, their, with, with their history of injuries, they shouldn't be giving out any big contracts because if they were honest with themselves, they would know, hey, we can't keep our players healthy. It's, you know, we, just we can't. 
injury like, prone running back. Yeah, and then they're gonna give this all this money to Nick Bosa. It's like, dude, he's hurt right now, and you can't keep your players healthy. You. So it's it's not necessarily all his fault. It's your fault. But they're gonna give him the contract. He's not gonna live up to it because of them. And they'll be like, oh man, that's football. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's horrible. So I'm gonna yeah. ask you this question right now. With the draft picks that we gave up for CMC, now we're horrible drafting usually two to three round, uh, in the draft days, but we're great through the fifth rounds. But for the second and third round pick, I was looking at offensive linemen. I was like, maybe if we draft these linemen, they can produce. Because Aaron Banks, no one's talking so far, about so Aaron good. Banks right now. So far, so good. Looking so second far, round so pick. good, right? So far, so good. Same with yep. Spencer Burford. He's playing all right. He's playing if he's right. Just give him yeah. more time and he'll start adjusting, right? It's like Lakin Thomason. I like, and I didn't like his play at the beginning. I was like, he should be getting benched. But then look at him now. He's playing well for the Jets. But hold on. What, what, what I want to say with the point you're making is that if the Niners want to get a new right tackle, if they want to get a new center, those are typically positions you draft in round two, round three, round one. Right, exactly. Yeah. But no, you can't do that. You don't have those picks next year. You don't have those year. picks anymore. You don't have yeah. a top 100 pick next year. So you want to get a right tackle? Okay, you got to go to free agency. Oh, but you don't have cap space either. No money. Where's the money going to come from? You don't have any cap you space either because you got to, right? You've already got all this stuff earmarked for all these players. Yeah, man. It's it's a little, it's a little bad. It's, again, Jed, are you watching? This is not working. I don't working. feel like Jed cares. It's I not feel like working. going to lose a player by this. Yeah. And I don't think he cares either. As long as they get in the playoffs, he'll have his excuses. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not even looking at playoffs. Playoffs shouldn't be the. This season so far, I consider it a dumpster fire. Even if they make it to the playoffs, what are they going to gain from it? They have the Super Bowl window with this talent. And my, the most frustrating thing is this year was supposed to be Trey's development year, right? Because no one expected him to be a Super Bowl quarterback like right now. So that's why he should be playing. And if he's 3-5 now, we can be talking about how he can get better. Instead, we got Jimmy Garoppolo doing the same shit he'd be doing every other week. And we're like, uh you know, can we really blame him? It's it's Kyle's fault. It's both of their faults. They're both dysfunctional messes that need to be out of this organization. I no, but it's, it's dysfunctional like... because Jed always creates a dysfunctional environment. But Jed. why? Why? You have a Super Bowl window now. You should be wanting to win now. Trading for a running back doesn't... Because you can't trust up. Jed. You can't trust Jed. You cannot trust you cannot, him. You can't trust Jed. Like, he, you don't know where he stands. And, and that's why people are constantly kissing up to him because they feel like if, as long as we just say nice things about Jed, he won't do to us what he did to Harbaugh. So I was I mean, getting Harbaugh, a little... Harbaugh delivered him credibility in a stadium. They never would have... Harbaugh benched Alex Smith when he wasn't playing well for Colin Kaepernick, and they nearly went on a run to win a championship. They never would have got the financing for a new stadium if it wasn't for Harbaugh bringing credibility and victories to the 49ers, and he ran them off like... Oh man, Harbaugh's taking all the credit. He deserves all the credit. What did you he do ever? It, yeah. Yes. And you okay, can take so like, credit. You can take the credit of hiring him. Yeah. Okay. My final point is this: I see it all the time. Looking at Johnny Dell's Football Academy film review, I see all these goddamn teams running cover one, soft coverage, letting them beat them deep. It's gonna bully us all over again. But the hope was with Trey Lance is that he can bully teams by doing this. Right? There's I'm sorry, Grant. Debo's route running, I don't trust him running deep. Danny Gray, he's a mess right now. He's, he's not a even starting right now. Right. And now I'm looking at Brandon Ayuk, and I'm like, you are most likely the best route runner on this team, and you're going to get injured soon the way you're getting thrown at. Because Debo, yeah. it, when he gets the ball, physical. But with Trey Lance, he can throw it down the field. My problem is this year, you're not getting anywhere down the field. And when they do, oh, it's a turnover when they happen. So my yep. point, next year, do you see the Niners doing better with Trey Lance or do you see it being another dysfunctional mess with the offensive line and the whole organization? Just I hate to be out? super dis- – I, I hate to be, um, you know, a downer, but I, 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 they're not – as long as Jed, Kyle, it's the same structure, it's going to be the same issues, man. Right. It's going to be the same issues. They got to change something big here. Right. I'm sorry. Let's see what happens, though. Well, they might trade for Tom Brady in a few days. <laughs> I got to take more Jesus. calls, man. Thank Later, you man. so much for the time, Grant. Thanks. For sure. Peace of course. Out. I just want to say real quick, Debo is not practicing today. He's probably not going to play this weekend. No use check, no Debo, no Juwan Jennings. Just want to put that out there. Rod, good to What's see you, man. All right. Good to How see you, you doing, too, man? bro. I ain't doing too well, man. If you remember last time I saw you, we was in Atlanta. 
and I'm still pissed about that. You know, yeah. <laughs> my yeah. first professional game to see my boys play, and that's what I. <laughs> they did not show up, man. You showed up. They didn't show up. Yeah. So let me get to it, man. Sticking with the topic, I think there's a lot of things that can be said about who's to blame. But starting with Jed York, I think Jed York set us back, of course, with hiring Balky as the um, general manager. Tom Sue and then Chip Kelly. Okay, enough about that. Let's go to Kyle. Kyle, remember I told you on um, Grant a long time ago, he needed mm-hmm. an offensive coordinator because every coach doesn't have the ability to be Bill Parcell who can look at the offense and look at the defense and keep yep. his staff, you know what I'm saying, on on tack to what the game plan should be. But um, it's a lot of reasons why we have to blame Kyle, though. Quarterback scouting, like you always said, Mahomes and Watson, you never even looked at them. Then yep. you talk about, you see how much credit he's gotten for his third-round picks? What about that pick guy by the name of C.J. Beathard? Awful. Okay. Awful. You had, you had no plan for... You think Alex Jim Harbaugh be messing Kyle. around with these quarterbacks like Brock Purdy and C.J. Beathard? Like, no. See, he Hell always no. got the quarterback position right. I mean, always. he could probably win with Jimmy, too. Like, No one could figure out what to do with Alex Smith until Jim Harbaugh got there. No one could figure it yeah. out. Right. Okay. So, like I said, he had no plan for Alex Smith. I'm sorry, for Alex Mack when he retired at center. That's right. Then, another another thing they did was they picked up the fifth-year option of McGlinchey when he had already proven that he was garbage. Okay? Yep. You traded away the future for Trey, but didn't have a plan to develop Trey. Trey gets injured due to your play calling. And then you had a, a coach, Brian Greasy, who who wasn't even a do-or-threat quarterback when he played. Nope. Now, nope. I could have I could have simply seen between him get, getting Kubiak, the guy that I think is supposed to be Greasy's assistant. Kubiak had yeah. some experience with quarterbacks. I had no problem with that, but to make him the guy that was in charge made no sense to me. Um, yeah. Another thing, not re-signing Mostert. You didn't sign Mostert, but you wasted money and three years with Jared McKinnon. Right. It's like, right. and I'm, I'm and again, Mostert's the- healthy now. So and, and was Mostert injury prone, or the Niners somehow a disaster area? You know what I'm saying? All, like, Man. Mostert did a good, I'm not coming back, I'm not playing for you, I'm leaving, I'm going to Miami, I'm going to have a career, I'm going to be healthy. Nick Bosa, you might want to look at that. You know what I'm saying? Grant, back you up for a minute. If you remember, it was Raheem Mostert who unlocked the running game for us. Yes, he did. he wasn't yes, he the did. initial starter. I remember nope. hearing you complain every week about, why is Kevin Coleman here? He's a two-yard gainer at the most. Yep. yep. Okay. I'm going to break it to the last. I know you got other people to go. But um, you guys said that you thought that D'Amico Ryan needed to be blamed. Totally disagree, and I'm going to tell you why, Grant. Because, A, when D'Amico Ryan was here last season, the offense stunk for the first half of the season. He kept the defense in line for the entire Mm -hmm. season, even in the NFC matchup against Green Bay in the snow. He kept those guys, I think, what was it, to nine points? Yep. Okay. He did. He did. Now, look, this year, Jimmy Ward's been hurt. Armstead's yep. been hurt. Ken Law's Ken Law. been hurt. Greenlaw's been injured. And, um, Greenlaw. Yeah, Greenlaw. Al-Sayer. Mosley. No, look, look, look. I, that's totally legit. He's a yeah. I'm, I'm not saying anything about him. What I want to say is that I feel really bad for D'Amico because he has all these needs, and the Niners spent all their assets on another running back. Yeah. I must. He must have been sick. Like, really, Kyle? All for – you. You need help? All those players on offense and you need help? I need help, man. It's yeah. messed up. Yeah. And this is my last point. The only yeah. weakness to me that I saw in D'Amico Ryan, and it wasn't really a weakness because he and Robert Sala were both linebackers coaches before becoming defensive coordinators. But I personally think that Robert Sala groomed Fred Warner to what he is. And you can see him um, I agree. regress I agree. a little bit once he left. I agree. So – yeah. Yep. I think you're right. Rod, great call. Nice to meet you the other week. Yeah, you too, bro. We'll catch up, All right, man. All right. Take Peace. care. All right. We got SF Bay drummer, and then I'm going to uh, jump uh, Josh White in because, you know, he's really good. SF Bay drummer, what's up? Hey, what's good, Grant? Uh, first time caller. Always listening all the time. Man, 
I'm pissed off about the Niners, man. Like, how come we can't find New York's in some type of riverboat scandal or something? I'm ready for Joe Laker <laughs> to take over our team. Like, he runs San Francisco. He really does. He runs San Francisco. Like, he yeah. delivered trophies to the Warriors and everything like that. The Yorks left San, for San Francisco. They were like, we yeah. think Santa Clara is the up-and-coming area in this, in this. Dude, go back to Youngstown. You have no idea what you're doing here. Exactly. Like, Joe Lake was not scared of 3rd Street and Hunters Point. Like, I don't know why the Yorks are. But I, I know. I, think I, do I know. know why. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, like, I'm, I'm just, like, really pissed. Um, like we need so much help and, um, I'm ready for yeah. Kyle to go. Um, and, uh, what more do we need to know, say? Do we about- really think he's going to grow and change? If he were going to grow and change, wouldn't he have done that by now? Yeah, he would, he, he would have grown and, and changed by now. Like, and he's like, I remember him saying that I'm not used to like mobile quarterbacks. I don't feel comfortable. Well, you, Mr. Kaepernick is still available. You could have got comfort. So then when you have Trey, you don't run him into the ground and kill him. Who would you rather have coaching Trey Lance, Kyle Shanahan or Jim Harbaugh? Oh, Jim Harbaugh all the way because um, <laughs> one, I'm a Jim question. Harbaugh would know how to identify the weak weaknesses of his quarterback and build. He's going to build his strength. He's also going to build a team that's going to have the strengths of the quarterback where we can score more than 25 points, maybe average 30. Man, you think Kyle, the offensive genius, would you know do that since we have all these weaponry now? He can't even do that. We're about three losses away, Grant, from posts on Twitter saying, win or lose, well, I'm always faithful. We're about uh-huh. three losses away uh-huh. from that. Uh-huh. The season's uh-huh. over. The season's, yep. season's going to be over Sunday. I, my prediction is that we're going to have a 28-27 to 27 loss. That's I think they're going to lose, too, but I kind of feel like they're going to trade for Tom Brady the next day and switch up the narrative again. So let's see what happens. I mean, hopefully so, but Brady's looking washed. But He I mean, is kind of looking washed. Is that necessarily the answer? I don't know. I don't know, man. See Tom Brady like die on San Francisco. Oh, too. like we should have had a you know Lombardi or something like that with him. <laughs> Let him ride off to the sunset, like the beautiful yeah. California sunset. But I don't think I want to see that funeral. All right, man. Where you calling from? Um, uh, I live in Houston, but I'm originally from the Bay Area, in San Francisco. All right, man. Well, yeah, so great maybe call, Kyle man. should uh, comb through uh, the HBCUs too, since we have so much late round picks. I mean, Deion Sanders is running a great great program in, in Jackson. There's probably some diamonds in the rough that can help the Niners. You think Kyle gets off, leaves his office when he scouts? He just watches tape for like a month, and he's like, "Okay, got it." Well, I, you, you know, he has that's enough. Buddy, uh, I've seen Don enough. Lynch taking uh, photo ops go. with Deion Sanders, so hopefully he that's right. <laughs> Maybe. All right, man. Good, good call. Good stuff. All right, peace. peace. Real quick, um, 808 Niners says, Grant, watch QB Confidential that Kurt Warner did on this last game. He talks about how limited Jimmy is, Kyle Shannon's scheme, and how receivers run routes. I will watch it. I will absolutely watch it. Josh Wyatt, how, how, are, you, doing, how are you? I'm good. So, um, everybody's super negative right now. Everybody is super negative right now. And I'm I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to be po- – well, first I'm going to be negative. Then I'm going to be positive. Sure. Um, I had an epiphany on the CMC trade. Mm-hmm. So, the reason I hated that trade was because – it took away from the future of Trey Lance. It was another piece that didn't really fit with what they wanted to do with him, with his, with his window, as far as how old he is and when he's going to progress. And then I realized I have no faith, no faith that Kyle Shanahan is ever going to get anything out of a quarterback that he develops. No faith at all. Right. So just, so just get running backs. So get something, get something because, it's going downhill. What what we're seeing is you know they, they get no, you know what they should get head coach, right? Because they have no answer at quarterback, they have no answer at offensive line, and they have nothing in the cupboard to address those needs in the off season for the next two years. Because if there's one thing that Christian McCaffrey proved in Carolina is that he can single handedly overcome poor quarterback play and poor head coaching. He's done so, it. They've won a lot of games. So the, yeah. <laughs> You're good with the snark, Grant. I got to tell you. I'm it's sorry. One of, my, one of my favorite things about you. But here's, <laughs> so here's the thing, though. This year, uh-huh. they still have the semblance of a team. They don't have to sell off the pieces yet. They're going to lose Jimmy Ward. They're going to lose a lot of 
a lot of pieces on defense. They're going to not be able to add the pieces they need on offense. All of their pieces, their yak pieces are all getting older and, and more injury prone. The window is just slamming shut. So, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be bleak unless we get somebody in here who can reform this team around Trey Lance. And since we've established that Kyle isn't that guy, let's go. Let's go all in. I want to see him make another move. Let, let's let's bring in a go get Tom Brady. Go get go, Tom Brady. Go get, go Tom, get Tom, Brady. Tom Brady. Go get Tom Brady. I'm telling you, I think that's going to happen. They're going to lose to the Rams. Everyone, the sky is going to be falling, and then John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are going to trade for Tom Brady on but Tuesday. I'll tell you what, though, this team, it's going to get healthier. It's going to get D'Amico. Sure, though, D'Amico. Like, like three players come back and three players go out every week. But D'Amico Ryans is a serious player in this league. He's not going away. Okay. You know? And so when you got a guy like that on the defensive side who's young and hungry and has a future to think about, he's not going to put an embarrassing defense out there like you saw against Kansas City. That's not happening again. Okay. Right? So you look at it and you go, okay, well, if they tread water and they go three and three and they're six and seven and the division is down, and then they find a formula that works on offense where they can play ball control and avoid turnovers. They can win the last four games of the season and go into the playoffs on a roll because those last four games are, you know, they're, they're the not exactly. is that Mike McDaniel isn't walking back through that door. Okay. He was their chief game planner. He would spend okay. all of his time game planning. Now they don't have anyone doing that. But do you really think Mike Shanahan is just going to sit there and let Kyle fall? You think that so there's Hey man, I I think Kyle I think Mike's already doing everything he can. Why do you think these scripts are so good? No, but the scripts are fantastic and I'm saying Mike McDaniel was in the booth. He could say this is what I'm seeing, this is what we can do. Mike is at home. He can't right. contact Kyle mid-game. Maybe he does. You think he does? I think he texts him? I think, so. <laughs> I, I think he's watching every moment of the game and of I think he is. Of I course think he is. I think he's worried. I think that if if you're around Kyle and you know the type of person Kyle is, I think you would have to be worried about the future of Kyle as a head coach in this league. It's kind of, you talk about there's a bunch of players that are at a crossroads on the 49ers, Mike McGlinchey, Javon Kinlaw, a, a bunch of players who, you know, Jimmy Ward, crossroad players that either have a future or don't in this league. Kyle Shanahan's at the same crossroad. I feel like from Kyle's perspective, he should want to leave, man. It's not going to happen for him here. It, oh, he's it's not a great to. organization. Jed isn't helping him. It feels like a lot of the players are starting to tune him out. He could do better elsewhere. And if he gets fired or traded, I mean, a lot of teams would want him. I th- if I were him, I'd want to leave. But I mean, he four- messed up the quarterback position so but bad. As a 49er fan, what do, I, what do I root for this year? Do I root for a total demolition of my team in five years of misery? Or do I root for the final thing that we can get, which is a coalescing of a miracle team that pulls it out of nowhere? And I don't, there is an opportunity for that. When you're talking about the type of talent that the 49ers have, there, I mean, Jason Verrett on his own is a premier corner in this league. If he comes back the way that he could come back, you know, they could still have a premier defense when they get mm. to the playoffs. There's mm. an opportunity to root for something other than yeah. just despair because guess what? Next year, there'll be plenty of time for despair. There's going to be so much time for despair over the next Josh, couple of years. Josh, it doesn't matter what you root for, man. This is either a slow train wreck or it's not. Nothing we can do about it. This is 100% on Jed and Kyle. And what you want it to be or what you hope it is doesn't matter. So I'm just sitting back and analyzing Okay, Amen. one last thing before I go. I don't think that replacing Kyle Shanahan with another coach with with the way that this team is formulated is going to solve the problem that Trey Lance doesn't fit the offense that they built around him. I don't think that you're going to bring in another coach and suddenly that your five-yard yak specialists are suddenly going to be running free down the field taking 30-yard passes. You know, I think that... If Kyle fails here, this is a team that needs to blow up. It's a no, team that's old. That. I disagree with that. Injury prone. I disagree with that. No, I disagree with that. No, you got a lot of young guys too, man. I, I would, to me, this is a team that's underachieving. And you had a coach like Pete Carroll or Jim Harbaugh, they'd be winning. Jim Harbaugh would know what to do with Trey Lance. No question about it. 
he would it reminds me a lot of, it reminds me a lot of the end of the jim harbaugh era team that should have been allowed to blow up so that jim harbaugh could rebuild it but instead they ushered jim harbaugh out the door because he could only make that team eight and eight i think that if if you want to have a good a good franchise you have to have people that are willing to to do the rebuild every five years because you can't have 28 year old $12 million running backs on your squad. And I don't you like the rebuild because the rebuild means Jed's in charge of it. And Jed's going to hire some coach. Who's ne- Jed's going to hire some coach. Who's never been a coach before. And it's going to be another six year experiment. And we're going to learn three years in that it wasn't the right call. And he's going to wait seven years before he does anything about it. Just like now, like, no, don't stop being a stop trying to be a genius. Just, Admit you were wrong about Jim Harbaugh. Call him up, apologize, and give him whatever it takes. But he won't. Jim Harbaugh. I gotta take more man. calls, man. I gotta take I, more calls. I, I disagree with you, Grant, but I always love you. Have a good one. Love you too, man. Later, Luca. Hold on. De- Dennis has something to say. What's up, Dennis? So I just want to piggyback off what the last gentleman was saying. This team right now has everything that they need to win, minus a quarterback and a head coach that knows Thank what you. he's doing. Thank you. There's the the blow up the blow up scenario is not is not good. And but I, we've known this for three years, Dennis. We've known this for three years. This is what I want to say. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple things I'm gonna make it quick so I know you got other people. All right. Um it it angers me because we're not in the organization as fans, fans we're not there. We don't see what's going on on a day to day basis, but we know more than it seems like the Kyle knows. Like if you can if, if you can see what's going on and what needs to be fixed from the outside in, why can't they? You know what I mean? Like, right. like you said, Kyle's script is good in the beginning. After that, it just goes like that. You know what I mean? He's not using players who should be used, like the, the running back that you always continue to mention. He doesn't rotate his running backs. But He's I feel like we're saying, like, hey Kyle, like why aren't you better? Because I'm not. Hey Jimmy, why aren't you better? Because I'm not. Like, what do you want not. what do you want from me? And you know yeah. it. Yeah. So this, so this is what needs to happen. And, you know, we were probably wishing on a star and it's never going to happen. But I commented on your post on Twitter earlier today with the Tom Brady thing. I said, Grant, I'm praying to Jesus, God, Buddha, Allah, and hell, maybe even Satan. You know Whoever. To get Tom Brady there. Because that would be an immediate fix. Because you know he's going to be able to do the things that he's not as – He's not athletic, so he's not going to – him and Jimmy are going to be the same as far as getting out of the pocket. But as far as reading, to making the right reads and the right throws and pushing the ball down, so he's going to be a ton times better than that. But Brady, on this team, he would be like – he would be the quarterback and the head coach and the owner, which is kind of what the, exactly what the 49ers need, right? He would like be he, like, Jed, step aside. Kyle, I'm the leader. And I think that's what everyone needs. Hey, but a good leader, a good leader needs to know when to step aside and let, you know, other people get credit. You know, I mean, you're going right. to get the credit. You're the freaking head coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how much how much do you want to be in the limelight? Like, let the players do what they do, play. You call the plays and shut the hell yeah. up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and then my, my other thing is this. I got a coach for you that could come in, turn it around, and make Trey Lance who he should be. Who? And... He's from the same tree as Kyle's father, Mike Holmgren. Mm. Mm. I think Mike Holm. I think Mike Holmgren. He's a he's a, he's a Forty Nine er at heart. He's going to run the West Coast offense. He's had a as a head coach. As a head. Here's maybe, the thing. Now maybe he gives up the the play calling duties in the nineties. In the nineties, I'd say yes. But the thing is, go check out Holmgren's last tenure in, in Cleveland. Man, it was bad. It was bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, it's Cleveland a, is bad. That's true. That's true. I feel you, man. He was he was great. He was great, and he did either a great job. Of Sean Payton, either him or Sean Payton, like you keep saying. See, I, I mean, Sean Payton. I just don't know if Sean Payton wants to coach uh, Trey Lance, or 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 Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh could do it. You know what I mean? I think either Harbaugh would do those, it. Either one of those. But I don't think Harbaugh would ever work for Jed again. I don't. I don't think he would ever work for Jed again. So Jed would have to step down, not. which is which he should. Right. Should. That part. Too. Step down, that dude. Part. That part. Yep. That part. I, you know, I just think. Kyle is not head coach material. He's he's off. He's a great offensive coordinator. Yeah. You know, he's good but he can't that, even be a great offensive coordinator this year because he's he's spread so thin. So yeah, he should be focusing on his offense. It's then, not even good what? anymore. The thing with Kyle is, it's like another thing to piggyback on what you said. He don't learn from his mistakes. You know what I'm saying? No. So you can't you got grow. Atlanta. You can't grow. You got Atlanta. You got Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You're in the Super Bowl. You're up twenty-eight to three. 
you lose a 28 to three point lead in the Super Bowl because why? You don't want to run. You want to throw the ball. Fast yeah. forward to the 49ers against the Kansas City Chiefs. You're up 10. You can't close the deal. Why? Because you stopped running the ball to put the yeah. ball in Jimmy's hands when we all know Jimmy ain't that guy to come through and close like that. Yeah. And even in the even in the press, the Kansas City Chiefs player said, I don't know why they stopped running the ball. We couldn't stop I know. him. I know. Dennis, I got to take more calls, man. Good stuff, though. Thank take you. care, man. All right. Uh, Manny says, rebuild around Trey, sell the stars. They don't want Trey. They want a retry at the Super Bowl, which we know they won't win. Um with Jimmy G, Trey not elite yet, and current Niners don't play hard for him. Jeez, I, I yeah, see what you mean, Luca. What's up, Grant? How you doing, man? How you doing, man? Um, <clears throat> I just want to say that I'm extremely, extremely happy to be on here, and also as an aspiring journalist, I aspire to be like you when I grow up. Sounds Thank really you. cliche, but the one thing I, I want to talk it. about is I think Kyle Shanahan's off his rocker. Um, I think in 2019 and 2020, Kyle Shanahan kind of like lost it. And it was because of the injuries and it was because of everything else. So he kind of didn't know how he would process his new players coming in and how he would get veterans to fill in those holes. And we kind of saw that with Alex Mack and we kind of saw that with a lot of other players. And the one thing about that is you can't really have a revolving door without one or the other working. And when Kyle didn't have veterans coming in, he was forced to use rookies. Mm -hmm. And these rookies didn't fill in these big shoes. And from what we saw from that is we have a whole brand new O-line and nothing's working besides maybe two players. And then we have two veterans who are going to, who are going to bounce out McGlinchey and mm -hmm. Williams. And then after that, we're going to have nothing. Mm -hmm. So because of this, a rebuilding is not going to work. We mm -hmm. just need to fill in those holes with veterans and figure it out. And mm -hmm. the whole thing is, we think that veterans are just going to fix everything. And this whole veteran issue isn't the whole problem. Um, Christian McCaffrey coming isn't going to save the team. We're not going to give up a whole draft to save, to save the team. And because of this, there's no point in anything that has been done for the past three years because nothing has happened that's worthwhile. Um, rebuilding around Trey Lance isn't the thing that we need. We just need to have a better mindset and better execution going on. Right. They need a head coach. Yeah. And <laughs> that's the thing. This it's team like, would be five and two head. with Jim Harbaugh right now. They would yeah. be five and two or six one with Jim Harbaugh right now. But but to that also, it's like, would a head coach fix this problem? Um, the whole thing is the execution and falling off in the second half. And mm -hmm. it's really, really disheartening to see because you see this happen and you have such a great group of people. And these players are Pro Bowl caliber, and you can't get the hand and you can't get the ball in their hands. Um, I have some stats. Jeff Wilson drops his average yards from the first half to the second half. His his average yards per carry drops from one. He goes from five point nine to four point nine yards. And remember last year on Twitter when we always used to talk about running the ball and how many times we would have to run the ball to beat a team. Mm -hmm. Why do we not talk about that anymore? Yeah. Because Kyle Shanahan doesn't know he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, we need to right. we need, we need to run the ball to win, and right. the whole thing stems from execution. And would firing Kyle Shanahan really fix this? Do we just need a new group of head coaches? Do we need something? It's kind of like this big blur. What do we need to do? Right. Yeah. I mean, what I, would you do? I don't know. <laughs> I, I to me, the best you can do is Jed. Uh, Kissing, making up with Jim Harbaugh. I don't see how you can do better than that. I just don't see how you can. I mean, maybe you can get Sean Payton, but I mean, there's no picks here. He may not like the quarterback situation. I'm not sure who you can get. I think you can do better than Kyle, though. Yeah. And to the quarterback situation, Trey Lance isn't going to work in the system. This system is full of flat, is full of throwing yeah. the ball in the flat and running the ball. Yeah. And it can work if you want to work in a rookie quarterback, but it's not going to work for big for him. No, Kyle would actually have to change his offense. Yeah, that's the whole yeah. problem. Yeah. Luke, I'm almost at the end of the show. I got to take a All flight right. down to L.A., but good stuff. Where are you calling from? North Carolina. I was just there. Well, anyway, nice to meet you, man. Thanks nice for calling. Nice to meet you, Kyle. All right, take care. Um, the Hunter era. What's up? Just got to press a little. You're muted. You got to press. There you go. Yeah, I'm I'm unmuted now. Uh, All right. Man, I'm, 
Damn, I didn't realize it was so dark in here, but thanks for having me on, Grant. I've been trying to get on for the for the longest, man. Um, sure. One thing I did want to say is that I follow you on Twitter, and every time something happens with this organization, I always make it um, make it a priority to post on your on your Twitter post to say, "Man, Grant been saying this all along. Grant been predicting this." And my problem with that is, is some people are just look at it and like, oh, Grant, he's just a talking head. He's just media, et cetera, et cetera. And I look at it like this. If you can see all these problems with the team, why can't Jed see this? Why can't Kyle see this? I'm not that smart. This? I'm not that smart. You know what I'm saying? Now, like, here's the thing about it. The problem with the 49ers is systemic, right? Because mm-hmm. Jed was handed this team. Right. He didn't do anything to earn this team. Nope. He was born and he was born into this team. Period. At the end of the day, Kyle. Now people gonna say Kyle cut his teeth. He worked to get to where he's at. I disagree on that. He was born into football. Yep. He was born into football. If his last name wasn't Shanahan, he would still be an OC or a position coach somewhere. That's my honest opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Which. Now you got two guys and they're basically at the top of the organization and none of them have any personal accountability for the decisions that they make because Jed, he can continue to cycle through head coaches. When he, when he hired Tom Sula and Chip Kelly, we should have already knew this is not the guy we want running the organization. Mm -hmm. Right. That, that should have been the telltale right there right now. Okay. He went and got Kyle Shanahan. And that was an upgrade from Chip Kelly or Tom yes. Sula. So it was thought, an interesting experiment. It certainly was. Yeah. Yep. We we thought, oh man, we struck gold with this one. Yep. But we got to think, man. Kyle has been around the league. He was with yep. the Browns, the Skins, the Texans. He blew the yep. Super Bowl in Atlanta. Yeah. I feel like the writing was on the wall. The writing yep. has been on the wall the whole time. Yep. But Jed, it doesn't strike me as the t- – and I've met Jed before at a Texans preseason game in Houston. I met the entire York family. And Jed don't strike me as the type of guy that really just says, you know what, I'm a grinder. I'm going to do this research myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that the guy I'm hiring is really fit for this job. We hired John Lynch. No offense to John Lynch. I met John Lynch before. I liked the guy. We hired him off of TV. And to yeah, some I, people, I, that might not. That, that's what like, I. Can, that's what I said. Like every person Jed hires is a first timer. Man, Kyle was a first, never been a head coach, but Jed can see that he's going to be good. Lynch never been a general manager. Uh, Mike Singletary, um, every single one. At a certain, I, I, it makes me feel like he's uh, threatened by people who have accomplished things in, the, in their life because he never did. He never accomplished he was, anything. He was hand, he was handed he was handed the team. So a guy like and, Sean Payton, that's a guy who's accomplished a whole lot in his life. That guy's going to threaten Jed York. He would rather have someone who has accomplished nothing or very little, and Jed could be like, I see promise in you. I'm going to make your dreams come true, and you're going to owe me because you weren't really deserving of this opportunity. Just like I wasn't really deserving of this opportunity either, but I'm going to make your dreams come true. And then this goes back to what I said about accountability. When Trey Lance got hurt and the the team acted the way that they did, I guarantee you nobody – Say, you know what, I'm going to call a private meeting with these guys and say, hey, y'all didn't support the trade the way a player should be supported when they just had a career-ending injury. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that was a pre- – to me, I've been a Niners fan since I was a child, 1994, and that was like one of the low moments for the team right there, in my opinion, because everybody saw it on a national level. Like, yeah. people that's not even 49ers fans was talking about that on Twitter. You could see – go back and watch that game. I got her DVR'd over here. You you go back and watch that game. You can see it's like they didn't care that that man just got carted carted off, and that shows me that the team has no accountability, no leadership. Not to mention, we one of our best leaders, DeForest Buckner. We traded him off like oh, just another number, and look what we getting out of the two guys that we that we trade that we that we basically traded DeForest Buckner off right. for. The only time I saw Eric Armstead step up and say anything even try to act like a leader was when the whole situation with you and Kenlaw went on now you want to come in now these guys can come out and be vocal and can say whatever mm-hmm. 
But mm -hmm. none of them came out and said anything. That could have happened behind closed doors when the injury with, with Trey happened and they all were just acting like, oh, this is the greatest day ever. We get we get Jimmy back. Then on top of that, the fact that we don't have a co head coach that can make his team see, Jimmy ain't the one. Yeah. Like, that should be at least of the head coach's concern having yeah. to argue. Do you think Belichick had to sell Brady leaving New England? And Brady's the co greatest quarterback of all time. He didn't have to sell that to Right, if Belichick time. says the coach is Mac Jones, that's what it is. If he says the co the, the quarterback is Bailey Zappi, then that's, Zappi, what, that's it is. what it is. That's what Mac it is. That's what it is. Mac Jones the quarterback yeah. this week, and nobody's going to say nothing about it because right. guess what? Belichick, not only does he hold himself accountable – but he holds every player accountable, even Tom Brady. Tom Brady got hope, tired of being held accountable because he felt he was above that. Okay, yeah. so you can go, Tom. Jimmy should have been gone. George Kittle should have been gone. Um, McGlinchey should have been gone. Eric Armstead, we never, we should have kept Buff, Buff Buckner over over him. Ken Law, mm -hmm. we should have never drafted him. Why did we trade for McCaffrey when Raheem when when more with um Mostert Wilson. is in, in is, Mostert. Yeah. Mostert is Mostert. in Miami right now playing like he like he was in, when we went to the Super Bowl and he carried yeah. us on his back to the Super Bowl. Uh why we have so many players? I made a joke on Twitter say I was about two or three X Niners on every roster. Like Dante Pettis making plays in Chicago. He never made plays in San Francisco. The list goes on and on and on. You tell yeah, me, Jared all right, McKinnon. when guys here, Jared they McKinnon. can't play. Jerry yeah. McKinnon. Guys in here, they can't play. You let them lead a team, all of a sudden, they can play again. How's that? That's at the that's at that's at the top. If people don't see yeah. what the, and I love I love Cal when he first came in. I love Jimmy when we first got him. But bro, it's like a relationship. You you only gotta cheat on me once to show me you don't care about me. That's it. That's true. I mean, that's true. We've learned everything, man. We're we're all, we're all like giving this team like the third chance. No third chances. No third chances. Move on. You Hunter, know, a great call. What? One, one last thing. I, I think even if we made an attempt to trade for Brady, I don't think Brady would come here because more probably so than any player in the league, Brady can look around and say, "Damn, they got some talent, but this organization is dog shit." Maybe maybe Brady would feel like, man, I could fix it, but that's a big fix. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, great call. Right, where where, where you calling from? Uh, you calling I'm from? in I'm in Dallas. I'm in Dallas, Texas, man. All right, man. Calling anytime. All right, bro. Have a good Later. one. Later. Yo, guys, I gotta I gotta catch a flight. I'm sorry. It's always tough to end these cone phones, but I'll do another one soon. I'll catch you guys. And if I didn't get you today, I'll I'll, I'll make sure to get you the next time. I'm sorry. But I gotta get down to LA. Big game. I'll see you guys.